This is Raspberry Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer of podcasts, a refreshing dive into the stories of industry professionals, both sweet and sour. And now your host, Mr. Levi. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Raspberry Lemonade. Your host, Levi. I'm here with Jason Ortiz today. Say hi to the folks out there. Hey, welcome, guys. It's Jason here, Trio Photography. I'm excited for this interview, man. Dude, it's awesome having you here. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I know you're a very busy man. You know, you you take pictures for like the elite in Hollywood, and uh, yeah, the best. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> hey, maybe you'll get there, right? Maybe, maybe yeah. that's a plan. You know, we start start humble, and then we gotta kind of keep it pushing. Exactly, that's what it's all about. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, let's get right into it, man. I, I like to ask the guests, you know, some of the same questions, um, but obviously every guest has a different response and different that's story, true. and that's mm-hmm. that's what we're here to discuss. So. In your case, well, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Yeah, so to not drag it on, because I can talk about my whole upbringing and all that, which maybe we can get into details on that. But I guess, well, my business, Trio Photography, as the name denotes, it's photography. Um, Now, as of recently, I've been trying to get into videography and kind of just doing like little snippets and highlights of whether it's weddings, um, events, also like marketing stuff recently, too, with some other companies that I've been collabing with. Like all of that has been incorporated into tree of photography as just alias. But yeah, uh, as the name denotes, photography, videography, marketing, um, just even consulting low key, like other small businesses like, hey, Jason, what do you think um, could help my business grow? Oh, here you go. You know, use this kind of angle of photography or I'll go in there and take some shots and say, hey, you can emulate this for your business. So it's it's all a mix of just community building and networking within photography, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And I think the tree of photography really uh and enca- you know encapsulates that whole networking aspect then mm-hmm. you know because it's like you start here and then you connect yourself over there, there it's kind of like a tree branch exactly yeah and you'll know more about it because obviously we go way back with poetry and it was Jeez. called tree of poetry back then <laughs> and that also encapsulated everything that you just mentioned like just branching out to different topics and poetry and poems and people and stories so then when I started my photography, it was because of poetry, actually, because I wanted to have a p- picture behind my my words on the mm-hmm. post, specifically mm-hmm. on Instagram. And I would take random photos of my phone or my camera that I bought at, at college. And then I would just take a picture of a leaf, for example. And I thought it was a cool leaf. I use it behind the poem and it'll capulate uh, or it'll capulate or it'll basically elaborate more on the poem based on the photo, too. And yeah, and then Tree of Photography came about because of that flashbacks really. flashbacks Shoot. traumas i'm just I kidding know, man, honestly we, we were both going through it yeah. at the time but um yeah i actually really always appreciated that about your post because e- even nowadays like i've been out of that scene for a while but i'll still run into like a you know random poet on instagram or whatever yeah. and it's still just like a white or black background uh white or black letters usually a typewriter font exactly you know which type of poetry (laughs) yeah which i mean i I gotta be honest like i fell into that trap at some point too but yeah that's something i really appreciated about your posts and it's cool that you've now you know really gone full on into the photography side of things exactly and like do you still write yeah no so on the side i write i mean i'm as you know, and I know you published a book too. Um, I published a book recently too, or not recently, but back then. I want to publish another one from poetry, but that's more like me. 
That's and then cool. share it to the world through that end. But yeah, I've been writing on my end, not too cheesy or any depressed poetry anymore. It's more like what I go through day by day and just making it more vivid through words. But I think photography basically is another way of expressing what I've been going through recently too, or the daily things that I do. So I think photography and poetry have, you know, basically meshed where like I'm able to tell somebody's story through photography or tell a brand story or tell my story or a wedding story, whatever it is. I think it emulates the, the poetry that we come from as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think, um, but yeah, writing is still there, but just not publicized anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. man. Yeah. I've, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll, I haven't written as much okay. anymore. But sometimes you do here and there, like okay. a, you know, a strike of inspiration comes, or maybe something that I'm experiencing, kind of like you're saying, in yeah. a certain moment that I was like, I don't want to forget this. Exactly. And I want to put it into the best words possible, or kind of colorful words, you know, to there you go. to exp- express that that feeling or whatever it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, like. The fact that you brought that up, like I had forgotten that I had, <laughs> honestly, like it's a part of my life that for a while, um, it wasn't that great. Let's just oh, put I it that you. way. I hear you, man. No, yeah. I get you. I mean, that's why we kind of both went into that, uh, I would say a spiral. There yeah. was a spiral <laughs> at one point. You just get sucked in emotions and stuff. And I realized that back then, like a lot of these, because obviously pop poetry was more popular or prevalent back then, at mm-hmm. least based on our algorithm, at least. So I would look at other people's posts. I'm like, dude, people are depressed or sad or going through it, right? Yeah. But like now I see that you're more positive. Like, let's keep it going, which is good. You know, you're out of that hole. You're still, like you said, uh, capturing through words, positivity and like cool emotions. But yeah, I think we were in a spiral at one point. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it was it was something for sure. And then we were younger, too. We were younger and, you know. I don't know what we were doing, but we did it. And, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a cool like story for you to tell, you know, because that's like a good phase. It's not a bad phase, I would think. Like, I don't think so. In the space of poetry, like you were dope. Like you were somebody, you know, which is good. Yeah. It's good to be a positive influence in a space. So I think you were doing great things. You influenced me, for example. I know you influenced the other poets. Other poets. I bet when you were out in like a party or like at an event, they would say, oh, you're uh, that poet, right? El poeta. Didn't they, ever, didn't they ever mention that to you? They still, some exactly. of them still do. Like, hey, el poeta. <laughs> exactly. And that's like, I don't know how you feel about it now. Maybe you're like, ah, oh, that's kind of cheesy. But nah, dude, you left a good legacy. I think it's good. Link in the description for my books. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's still there? Is it still Dang, Amazon? I think it is, it actually. Is, I though. haven't checked it in forever. <laughs> I think I had you guys bookmarked, um, you and the other writer. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I still find it interesting. Uh, aside from, you know, you starting to introduce it in your writing and in the yeah. post at the time, how would you say you really got into photography? Or what was that pivotal yeah. moment for you? Yes, I was a um, a junior in college at UCI, and uh, at the time I had bought the camera, so I bought it off a dude like off offer up at UCI, um, like for three hundred bucks a camera T three I for those that want to start like photography. That's like a good starter camera. It's like cheap now; it's like two hundred bucks. You can buy it off anybody, and it's a good camera. You know, obviously iPhones and new phones can manage the same thing, but you don't want to pull up to like an event with an iPhone. Right. Um, it does good work though, nevertheless, but. I think, yeah, having a camera, that's a good starter one. My suggestion to everybody out there. Um, but, yeah, I bought it off a guy. He had, like, two lenses on it, a 50 millimeter and just the kit lens, which is 1555, which is the standard one that it comes with. And I started using it for poetry, like we were mentioning. But at the time, too, I'm like, you know what? Let me just take pictures of UCI in general, just 
there's a bridge there. There's a lot of grass in UCI. So I was like, you know what? This is a pretty place to take pictures of, to utilize it for my poetry, bringing it back to that. But also just to have like just posts, you know, back then Instagram, you post anything. Like you go to a coffee yeah. shop, you'd post it. <laughs> now there's stories. So that just disappears in 24 hours. Back then you just post, oh, I went to McDonald's and got a frap. And you would post it as a post. Yeah. So back then I would just post a little flower and say, oh, look at this nice flower. And then one time my friend um, that was graduating at the time needed a, f just asked around like, hey, do you know anybody that takes graduation photo shoots? And I'm all like, no, I don't know anybody. I really did it. I didn't even think about that. And, but I'm like, but I have a camera. I'm down to take some photos of you. And at the time I was already practicing with like my sister, like when we go to the beach or like out and about my brother to my mom, just casual photos that you would take. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can take photos of people. So I started taking photos of people um and i offered it to my my friend um and she's all like oh wow these are nice let me post them right and then i'm like yeah well yeah thank you you know i charge her like 50 bucks which is nothing back then still I mean, for a college student I mean, it's now a lot it's really uh, yeah. but now yeah that's nothing really <laughs> yeah. 50 bucks it, you know we'd be charging more nowadays you know um and we'll talk about how that translates to business uh, but basically yeah i charge them 50 bucks out of just like whatever you know i didn't even know what to charge back then yeah i was like oh just shoot me 50 bucks or buy me chick-fil-a you know whatever so she's like oh no here's 50 bucks perfect you know i had food for the week I yeah was like awesome and yeah i'm like you know what this is cool so i word got around that okay jason does photography so i did another two shots or shoots that same summer and i'm like oh wow this is cool like i can make money yeah and i told you guys i invested like 300 bucks for that camera i'm like wait i'm making my money back off that camera this is dope something in business now you know like wow i can make money off of my 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 photography so you know what i'm like mm. i was still a student back then uh squarespace had like a you get a year off or a free, a free year um for squarespace which is like a website hosting platform so like you know what? i'll make my website make myself legit i'll make my page two trio photography start posting all my random photos that i had mentioned and people's photos and yeah uh it became more official and now it's at where it's at, you know, it's just been photographing. Because if you scroll all the way down to my first page uh, post, you'll see the, trans the, the transition of like a leaf or like a random statue to now like people and like events and stuff. So you can right. see the gradual transition. Um, and it's interesting. I sometimes do till this day still scroll all the way down and see where I started like 2016. And see like, wow, okay. Like I had the vision. I'm, I'm improving. You can see yourself improve, you know? Yeah. So that was something that where I officially started my business off a uh, high uh, college graduation photo shoots yeah that's awesome dude yeah and, and i think that it's really cool that you've kept the account that long too mm -hmm. um i've been the one that kind of like wants to start fresh every time <laughs> i do something new yeah <laughs> so uh this time around like i actually for once i kind of followed in your footsteps i was like you know what I, i'm gonna do something new but it, it's okay like people can stay on and like, I don't need to necessarily start a new account. Exactly. And, um, lost some followers still, which kind of hurts actually. Cause wow. you know, some of them, you know, it's people I know, but it's hey, it is what it is. Yeah. No, I'd be um, like but, uh, yeah, it, it was cool to also see other people that maybe for whatever reason or another, like we weren't following each other or that they knew me and they hadn't followed me at the time. But then, singing a random name that's like oh wait i know that person that's yeah, cool like they're, they're, they're really, following the journey now exactly. Yeah. exactly exactly that's true and i think that's funny because i mean and i always say this it, it is a weird phrase and it's kind of negative but it's like it sometimes be your own 
which means that like the closest people you think are close to you won't support your business yeah will not like listen to your stuff you know we even had that with our podcast previously um where people wouldn't we thought like you know like wow you guys are super close to us we hang out every weekend like you guys don't listen to our stuff yeah but then other people do that maybe admire us from a different lens or they're not part of the same social network um, but they happen to listen about a certain topic or a certain guest, and then they're the ones listening in and chiming in. That's okay, you know, like you lose some, you win some. But at the end of the day, like just consistency, I think is key. And I think that's what photography for me too. Like I try to post three posts of the same photo shoot every every time, so that way there's consistency. And usually one picture every day, whenever one picture every two days, so three a week, so that way they see okay, this person is posting. Yeah, not every day, but consistently. And they won't forget about you, you know, as a, as a marketer. But yeah, yourself too, you know. Like I see your post, I see you on your story. I think that's good because that reminds us, like, oh, Levi has, you know, a thing going on. And first instinct for humankind, I don't know what it is. Like hate on it a little bit, but then no, like you have to value it, you know. Especially as fellow entrepreneurs, like yeah, you have to be like, wow, he's on his game. You got to support it, you know. And that's where we're at, man. We got to support you. Thank you, dude. Yeah, yeah, likewise. Like I still see you doing stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna look out for more like videos because you mentioned that you're doing videos doing now videos now man yeah That's so cool. we're doing one re- soon so we have a wedding coming up soon and you might know them actually but we're doing a wedding december 10th i invite another videographer to come and support um just so he can get some some experience but also like marketing like like this county brand that we're doing with you know just marketing on that end um i'm a model there too you know low-key improv you know just as a photographer slash model <laughs> just because anybody you know <laughs> nah a- bro you're good looking <laughs> don't, you, don't sell yourself you, short <laughs> all right man yeah i try i try trying to boost my my ego a little bit but uh and also like um just marketing for like taquerias right now we're doing a lot of things for that which is behind closed doors meaning like it's not me in the front or it's not my brand in the front but i'm doing the work and then yeah. we just push it through their mediums but you get paid at the end of the day that's that's kind of like that's all awesome. businesses you know like sometimes you'll be your your work will be showing and you'll be tagged and you'll be like promoted but sometimes you just gotta go out of your way and do something different you know yeah so i'm just trying to experiment on that like taking photos of carne taking photos of tacos you know right. versus or hats or or shirts versus it's just people's faces and events just trying to diversify my my portfolio yeah that's awesome dude i think that's a great idea too it sounds kind of like you're doing trying to not trying to you are doing it like you're doing kind of uh what is it called like uh social media not management necessarily but kind mm-hmm. of content creation content for creation. other accounts right exactly yeah because as a photographer obviously you have your own content creation that you have to have so you can push and promote and people like oh i like his style but also like you need to survive so you need to make money sometimes you got to push that way too you know yeah and when the time comes to bring it back to you like you have customers you know and through those mediums you can tell and like hey si su hija se va a casar, here you go you know here's a, my my card uh, hire me as a photographer so smart. you're also networking there you know yeah so it makes sense yeah dang dude that's really smart people take notes yeah, follow no, this guy for more advice take your cards everywhere like if you have well that's another thing too bring mm-hmm. cards because you have to have something that looks nice and has your information your social media and then that way they can follow you, you know because people still want physical things you can send them yeah. a link and whatnot but si son más antiquados a little bit older they might just want a card and They'll reach out to you. Trust me, it's happened. Like, hey, can you do my daughter's uh, wedding? Can you do my daughter's, I don't know, can you say whatever, you know, like, well, you know, it is what it is. And you have to do it because it's money. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah and I, I'm going to take your word for that on, on that because I have this, like, uh, it's called Popple. I don't know if you heard of it. No, what is that? It's like a, 
it's a wristband you wear and like you tap the phone and your info pops oh, up okay there you go but uh yeah i mean i've gotten a lot of people's contact info and we've you know followed people and followed back yeah. and stuff like that but a lot of times yeah like unless they have something physical they don't they're not going to remember you it's old school because even working at now work at the school district and parents don't know how to open qr codes it's crazy like you have to train them you know and through mm. church we've seen that too but it's um it's interesting to see that you still have to be more accommodating to certain demographics sure the young people definitely can do qr codes and the pop or you know the card but at the end of the day yeah, um, something tangible for them just to have or reference at one point uh, just being adaptive you know adaptivo to different situations and understand your crowd i think yeah exactly well all right awesome uh kind of moving on now and as far as your experience with photography yeah uh what's been something that you've gone through so far that you're like man that kind of sucked <laughs> or like a sour story we like to say here on the show yeah no you've and, experienced yeah no i mean i want a piece of advice is like i always have a contract like a contract is key man whether you have models or you have like a business plan or you have some type of project you got to secure a contract because sometimes you got to go savage mode you know and threaten people like hey you don't pay me i'm not going to give you your content so i have two stories but the moment i'm not gonna throw people under the bus but we got time yeah we got time okay. <laughs> <laughs> no no one of them still paying me you know it's it's another sad story you know and uh, i had to put, bring in some law into it but that, that's damn. that that's another story but the one story i do want to talk because it's been handled already it was i was working for um an academy a sports academy and uh, i was supposed to do well i did do that's the thing i did do video and photos for their basketball team um they even played like Kanye West team, uh, the Dubs, um, the, the oh, Donda wow. team. So um, they were pretty big, you know, and I'm assuming, oh, they're big that way and they're able to afford, you know, housing for these athletes and cars and rentals and travel the world. Like they can pay me for the marketing stuff that I'm doing, you know. So that's kind of how I got networked into that. And at the end of the day, no, I, I forgot to write a contract. I thought it was word of mouth because I heard it from a friend and my friend put me in. And, and honestly, it was it was um, a tough situation because they were working me like a like a dog. They were like, hey, Jason, we need this. Hey, Jason, we need this. Hey, Jason, send this. And I was a tech guy. Basically, I was also like the marketer. I was the one doing flyers. I was the one doing everything. Um, I even had a, a homie or a friend come in and support me because I was overwhelmed. I'm like, hey, bro, you'll get paid. That person didn't get paid either. So now it's my name tainting for him. It's like, hey, Jason brought me into this. And it was a whole debacle, you know. And at the end of the day, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm, I had access to all their social media and all their um, website <laughs> stuff. I could easily be in petty, you know, and just cancel everything and say, um, um, I don't know, troll you guys or something. Yeah. Put something inappropriate online. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. But like Kanye. Cancel well, their, I mean, could you really do that to Kanye at this point though? Nah, he's like, canceled himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but basically yeah, he's trolling. Um, but me, I'm like, no, you know what? I'm gonna be the bigger person, you know, have some standards, some morals. You know what? I'm just gonna write a professional email with the help of my mentor. I we came up with the email saying, Hey, your terms of services have been canceled. We're not gonna move on helping you anymore with your website. I even started a website for them created mm. it all made it all interface and everything and that's a lot of work it's a lot of work dude i'm telling you i would sleep till one or two my mom would be like hey mijo, ya Shoot. and i was so stressed out because i want to respect the person that brought me into the gig like i want to give a good name to that person because it's a mentor yeah and i'm like you know what and this is a good learning opportunity for me um so i was like all right i'll use it as that and in the beginning there was some money 
But at the end of the day, yeah, they owed me like I'll, I'll just say this like in the thousands. Shoot. And recently, they just said, "Hey, Jason, like we don't have the money." I'm like, "No way." <laughs> but whatever, they paid me some of it. But I was just so happy to like it ended. Yeah. I'm like from there on, I'm like I'm gonna have a contract for everything I need. And yeah, I've been doing that since. Dang. Not that I didn't have contracts before. It was just like let's say it was somebody that I had full faith that they were gonna pay then I wouldn't do a contract because of, you know, maybe in their same church or there are people that I know and they can never escape me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, then I know I where to find them kind of thing. But yeah, this, these people were new people. I didn't know who they were. And yeah, I needed to have a contract in place and I didn't, um, formally at least. There was a word of mouth kind of thing like, hey, Jason, yeah, we'll pay you. Yeah. But there was never that nothing was on writing. Yeah. So that's where I need to learn, like have an email, have an account. So I had to download. So now me, I invested into like an invoice system. I invested into a transaction system online. So that way, like I can just send invoices to people and like it's all set up for me. Mm-hmm. Like payment period. Like if they want to do payment, that's fine. There's like a penalty, like stuff like that. So that way I'm not look bad, you know, and it makes me help. And it actually helps the business because it makes it seem more professional and realistic. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of a learning process yeah so the importance of writing up contracts contracts bro and then same thing with like photography there's a lot of freelance stuff um maybe you have a model in mind like let's see you right like all right you know you're a good looking guy i want you to model Stop, something yeah. that i'm working with <laughs> and i have your word like hey jason i'll pull up at 4 p.m on saturday and mm. the brand is waiting for you i'm waiting for you and you don't pull up you don't really don't have any liability because you didn't sign anything so right. you can just cancel really maybe we might end in bad blood but that's another topic but in reality business wise there's no contract so i can't hold you liable to it exactly so that's where we kind of learn and i told this business too like hey you know like now let's use contracts because learn from my experience you know yeah Yeah. sure that's just advice to the public too yeah write a write a contract every time always my yeah. my dad says el papelito habla el papelito you know it's it's the it's the end all be all yeah and be specific too because for weddings too, like I'm, I'm telling you, today I wrote an email to a client that we're doing the wedding for and the wedding changes every so often. Like maybe two days before something changes, like I want to change it up in the contract. So that way, like they're not, a, oh, you didn't get this photo. Or you didn't get this shot. We didn't have it in the contract. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That never happened. It never existed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just that. It's just being, being straight up, you know? Yeah. Straight up. Covering your bases, all that bases, exactly. Exactly. Good advice. Good advice. Not kind of flipping it over. Yeah. What's been one of the most amazing experiences that you've had so far? Now the sweet story that we Mm. like to cover on this podcast. No, no, I like that. I like that. No, so yeah, definitely. The more branded you become, so people like, oh, you're tree of photography, which is weird. I don't know somebody calling you that. Maybe somebody called you like by your poetry name. You know, like back then people say, oh, you're tree of poetry. I'm not tree of poetry, but that's my username. (laughs) <laughs> uh, now that you, they call me Jay all the way, you know, like every other homie say, "Oh, you're Jay all the way." Like, that's my personal Instagram, but my photography, like, "Oh, you're the guy that does photography." Um, I'm like, yeah. So based on that, you know, you be you become with a little bit of you know notoriety or fame, I guess, in a way where like you're known as a photography, which I, I don't like that because everybody puts me in a corner, like, "Oh, you're the photography guy." Yeah. No, but I'm trying to do other things, you know. That's why I am doing all these other things because I want to deviate it from just a stereotype like oh he just does photography like no i do like beats too you know i do other i like soccer like i like a lot of other things that make me yeah but something that i do like is that they feel trusted that thanks to my personality that god has given me you know like i think that is something that helps the business because then you build friendships and then those friends then recommend you to other people and it's just word of mouth mostly 
because I haven't invested really anything on marketing other than time, which is worth a lot too. But yeah, when people say, hey, Jason, like I have a friend that would like for you to do their wedding. Like they saw your photos and and we'd like to you know hire you, for example. Like that's awesome. You know, I love to hear that. And that's kind of how we came about a lot of these gigs, um, specifically with marketing stuff. Like it's just they like who I am as a person and then the business comes with it, you know. So I guess a success story or happy story would be like working out with the county brand. Like he was one of the podcast guests from we had before. I remember. Yeah, he was yeah. one of the first ones. Um, and then also too, like he's been using my photography for his marketing. And then we just became really close friends, you know. And now it's like I have a stake in his in his in his brand. You know, he hits me up sometimes and says, "Hey, what do you think about this? Or how can we use this? Or like, what do you think about that?" And I'm able to give them some feedback, you know, based on my expertise. Obviously, I'm not the end-all, be-all, but I can give them another opinion, which is wise for him to hear um, because people might just be, you know, kissing his butt and saying, hey, you know, like, <laughs> this is great, this is great, this is great. But sometimes yes, I like man. being honest, yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, bro, nah, that's not looks good. Or, hey, you're just kind of skewing your branding to a certain demographic. Like, why don't you appeal to this other demographic or open it up for discussion? And he's like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. So just being able to be myself within my industry which is good and i think that helps a lot the branding because i rather have kind of like the cheesy phrase of you know it's about quality not over quantity always though yeah like yeah. like my numbers on instagram might not be super high i have like almost a thousand followers but they're nice. good people <laughs> no no but it's, it's been, like you said you know earlier like it's been six years yeah it's yeah been six years in the exactly. process so it's from those people that you know we typically start off with our personal followers that we know yeah. in a personal setting but then that's other people that have liked my photos and throughout this time and they've hired me and then they share my posts or my stories or my, my photos that I've taken and then other people like it. And then it's just very organic. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have that than buy followers or market it that way or buy likes um, just for people to be like, oh, he's popular. Let me go. Yeah. Which kind of sucks in this society nowadays because it's very um, it's very popular driven. So if they see a if, for example like if they see a page that has 950 followers versus a page that has 10,000 followers who do you think they'll hire they'll usually go for the 10k they'll go for the 10k which is marketing strategy yeah. hey props to the guy with 10k right or the girl with 10k good for them but for me i'm like ah, i'll keep it humble and another thing too is like i'm not doing it full time so it's okay you know it's okay yeah. like i don't need to be having every weekend booked because now i'm dating now i'm doing other stuff like church related stuff uh, just fun stuff that I want to do just because we're young. So I don't have really time to be fully, fully invested into it. But that's where the plan is, you know, to make it a full-time thing, yeah. uh, which is going pretty well. Like I'm telling you, I have a gig every other two weeks that can cover my bills. So I think it's that's pretty good. Yeah. I think yeah. it works. So like anybody that wants to pick up a side hustle, I think photography is a good one. As long as you're willing to invest and learn like the camera settings and all of that stuff, I think that is a good investment of time. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, and so anyone out there, if you want to start taking pictures, taking photography, yeah, it's a good way to go about things. Exactly. And I, I think, dude, I, I see it already. Like, it's going in that direction. You know, you said that's your goal to make your full-time thing. Exactly. I know for a fact you're going to make it happen. Yeah, man, I hope so. I mean, now that I'm dating, even my like my girl, like, she does photography too. Uh, a little bit less than me, but she's I see her vision and I like her photos myself. As a photographer, I'm more critical. So I like her photos and I'm like, no, like, hey, somebody wants to hire you. Like recently yesterday, her, one of her friends wanted a photo portrait session for a little for her kid. Um, and I, they asked me like, what she recommended me, obviously as my girl, she's like, oh yeah, Jason does photography. How much does he charge? The lady asked. And I said, I'm doing 
my marketing right now is 200 bucks for a photo session. Just because I see other photographers, they'll be charging more, you know? Yeah. Some less, some more. So I'm in the mid. Um, and, sh- and they're like, oh, that's a lot. Do they have a homie discount? And I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. I don't know them, but I'm like, I'll do 180 then. <laughs> and then I guess the lady didn't want to. So she still has options. So I told, hey, um, her name's Kathy, my girl. Like, hey, like, market yourself. Like, put yourself in there. Like, if you're not going to charge that much, if you feel that's too much, then you, you. So I guess she got hired. So that's good. You uh. know? Like, she's able to then have her money. I'm like, then you take me out to dinner, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, you know, reciprocate the love. I marketed you. Now, you know, take me to the chocolate. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A or something. I don't know. Something. But no, it's, it's funny that I, I'm motivated. Like, me, it's not competition for me, like, having other photographers around. Because... Um, there's like five photographers that I know within my even social social network um, and I'm happy when they get gigs you know some people say oh that's your competition I'm like no no there's never competition no. like they're just different styles and different want people want different styles and that's okay exactly. they like her style they like his style perfect you know would you say that's like a scarcity more mindset scarcity doggy people, doggy world kinda, yeah yeah which yeah you see it and yes it happens and obviously you still want to you know, look out for yourself at the end yeah. of the day, but collaboration over any anything, you know, because yeah. down the line, I don't know, maybe these that are your competition, quote unquote, maybe you guys collab on something bigger, a bigger project or something. Yeah. And I don't know what it is like me. Maybe I'm just people might say, oh, he's not hungry enough. You know, he doesn't want the money or something, but it's never about the money. You know, it's about being able to see people's story and sharing like the emotional and it's a wedding and you're able to be there. Like, that's awesome. But then I do admire other photographers, you know? Like, I don't want to get jealous. Like, oh, they have, there's no such thing as they have better photos. They might have better setup or better, maybe a camera. Yeah. But it's their vision, you know? It's like their aesthetic. It's their filters that they use. Like, everybody has their own aesthetic. So I like my own aesthetic. Obviously, you have to have confidence. But sometimes I'm not the one that they're looking for, you know? So it's okay. Then me, I'm like, hey, but there's another photographer that I know. Maybe my price is in the price range of what they're looking for. Maybe this other photographer I can refer, they also get to eat, you know? Yeah. And then it's all about sharing. I've had times where, like, I'm in a trip, um, and I tell another photographer, like, hey, I can't do this gig. They want me to do it. But they, they asked me to ask for any other photographer, and then I was able to refer my, my fellow photographer, and they got the gig. And there you go, you know? They're able to have more content on their social media. They're able to get following. They get experience. It's all about winning, you know? Yeah. Like winning as a team. But yeah, when it becomes scarcity mindset, it's scary because I'm like, bro, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Like, there's no need to argue over gigs or stuff like that. It's it's all love for me. At yeah. Least. yeah, I'm too old to be arguing. Yeah, no, it's yeah. that's for the little kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some mean girl stuff, right? No yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, man. I just realized that completely skimmed over. Oh, what happened, bro? Uh, we, you know, we didn't really talk about your upbringing or anything. Oh. That's my fault. As a host, my bad. Nah, I talked. I got too excited to hear like where you know where you're at, what you're up to. But uh, let's touch on that real quick. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing, where you come from, and uh, how it's influenced. You know who you've become today. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's this phrase called that. You probably heard it. The past is a present for the future. Ooh, yeah, I haven't heard a, it like that. No, I've no, heard a version of that. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's several versions out there like that. But yeah, when I think about my, I'm very nostalgic. So when I think about the past, I don't just get stuck there anymore. Like I think about it as how can I apply it today, all the lessons I've learned, and then how can I improve it for my future? And I think, yeah, like, I mean, 
I was born here in California, Orange. And then as soon as I was like two or three years old, they shipped me out to Mexico. Uh, I grew up in <laughs> Cancun, which people say, oh, that's not bad. Oh. But it was like, let's say people that live in Orange County, basically, it's like people think Cancun, Playa del Carmen is like, let's say Newport Beach, right? Well, I lived in Anaheim of Newport Beach, so from far away from that. So gotcha. I lived in inland more. Um, you know, I own barrio, you know. But honestly, like me, maybe my traumas and all that from Mexico, I don't remember because my mom be telling me, like, hey, your grandpa did this or your, your grandma was like this to you. I don't remember any of that. I just remember the positive stuff. I remember okay. my grandma would take me out to the beach and um, and I guess this is where photography comes because she always had like a Polaroid camera uh. and, and she always would take photos like, hey, Jason, ponte ahí al lado de las muchachas. And I'm like, oh, some muchachas, you know, whatever. Little do I know, bro, it was like a nude beach. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, why am I grandma tripping like that? And I have photos of that in Mexico. I'm like, wait, why am I standing next to two tall white ladies that are, you know, topless? It's weird. (laughs) It's weird, bro. Like, my grandma, I don't know what she was thinking as a kid. I don't remember that. I don't remember seeing the nude. It was just I remember I was standing next to people. I'm like, okay, you know. I mean, Spanish. you were still innocent. I was innocent, yeah. bro. There was no, like, no, no, no malice. no malice in me yet. Um, um, and yeah, it was interesting. And we would go play, there was like um, arcade games over there in the beach, too, and then theater and all that. Like, I just remember that positive side of things. Or like, I remember back then, like, my grandpa coming home and like bringing me a little, like, Lego set or like un carrito de Hot Wheels. Nice. I remember all of that stuff. So I remember seeing that. And like I said, the Polaroid pictures recently, a friend went to Mexico because I haven't been to Mexico since then. Since I came back when I was 10, she brought a bunch of photos because she had her honeymoon in Cancun. So mm-hmm. I told her like, hey, can you pass by my grandma's house to pick up photos <laughs> when you guys come back? So she did. She brought all these pictures and it kind of reopened my my imagination to like the types of photos that my grandma would take. Um, and just, yeah, it was interesting. So I even bought like two Polaroids just for like weddings and stuff just mm-hmm. to have that embrace because Polaroids kind of give it a little different touch. So just to add it to the package, you know? Yeah, it, um, I think it, with Polaroids, it really gives it that nostalgic feel, yeah, which exactly, you really which love, and exactly. I share that with you. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, hey, all right, guys, let's have a alone moment with the bride and groom. Let's go outside and let's take a Polaroid photo. And it just, and I give it to them right there and then, and you can see their smiles, and it's like, wow, like that's what I felt when my grandma would give me the Polaroid, you know, like, hey, that mijo, ten tu foto. Yeah. And I would just keep it in my pocket. So that's kind of, I guess, subconsciously, that's where the photography started now that I think about it. Now that you're making me think, bro, I didn't even think about it that way, but. That's what I was thinking, honestly. That's like, interesting. You already had, like, uh, what's the word? Antepasados? Yeah. You, know, you you kind of already had that in your blood, maybe, you know, through your grandma. Exactly. That you wanted to that's take photography. Hey, that's good. Hey, you're making me self-explore right now, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, then I came back to the U.S. In Me- uh, from Mexico um, when I was 10. Didn't know any English. I started here third grade. You know, I was... Um, ELD student and yeah I mean the only way I could like express myself was just through like interpreter you know like a kid another kid that was you know Mexican-American as well and he would translate for me and no yeah since then I've been here in the United States growing up in Anaheim Placencia like that area and I think that's where I met a lot of cool people that you know also like photography poetry like yourself uh, any other like just self-expressing art I think that's something that I've kept to this day. And I don't want to ever leave, which is imagination. Like you do yeah. need photography for photography. You do need imagination, you know, same thing through word writing or through like painting, like the imagination. Cause I'm 27 now, bro. I don't know how old are you? 27? Yeah, we're 27. Yeah, exactly. 27. So 
you know, I still think like you and I, like the fact that we're even doing this, like this is part of the imagination process. Like we can just easily not be here and just be like watching TV, you know, which right. is fine. We do that too as well. But what I'm trying to say is like, we're still thinking outside the box. Yeah. And I think that comes from that. My grandma, uh, those kids that I hung around with in the hood, um, like my old colleagues. Um, and then at that point, you know, now making it into monetization, which is business. So yeah, I think that, has happened till then college when I started exploring photography there um, for different reasons. Like we mentioned already in the podcast, like it's, it's interesting to see the evolution of it where like, you don't, I personally don't want to ever like just think of it as a job. Like, Oh dang, I have to go to a photo shoot and take photos of people. Like, no, like I want to, I want to be soaked in that environment, you know, and yeah. soaked by the happiness and looking at their eyes. It might be weird maybe because I'm looking into them and they're all in love, but I'm thinking like, wow, they're so in love and it's so beautiful. It's like a love story right in front of me, like a movie, you know? <laughs> and maybe from their perspective, like, damn, this guy is a creep. But that's why, <laughs> but that's why I have the camera, you know? So I kind of played off. <laughs> but it's not even that. It's more like you embrace their embrace and then you're able to then capture it forever, you know, through a photo. And it's cool to see like the followers that use their um, their profile picture as the photos that i've taken yeah and it's awesome because i have like several that use those photos that i took particular and they keep it as their profile picture i'm like wow that means they stuck to them obviously for them it did because it was their special moment or their special branding or marketing and then they utilize them like wow that's awesome like it's i had a i had a touch in their lives you know yeah exactly which is cool yeah you had a part in that piece of that pie or piece of that pie yeah. yeah like i had i had influence in something you know and that's awesome like you're gonna influence people through this podcast you know you're gonna you've influenced other people through other businesses um whether you know it or not like like you'll probably talk to somebody 10 years from now and say hey i heard this about you or hey i heard you did this and then they're doing their own thing now and like you you had that little touch in their life it's yeah. crazy to see that you know those ripple effects it's it's funny you mentioned that dude just this last week and this is kind of just me talking to you as a friend yeah uh i ran into okay so i used to work at uh long beach unified okay uh and i was like a ta there right and i ran into one of those students Ayo. just like super random right and it was a girl she was like mr levi and i was like <laughs> oh my gosh like how are you she's like an adult now it's like yeah crazy and insane and she mentioned something that just completely like melted my heart what did she, she was like you don't know this but i was going through some really tough times and you helped me get through those tough times wow. like through the conversations that we would have and, and stuff like that that's crazy bro. That's and awesome. i'm like it, it's hard to even put that in words because Dang, I didn't think I was going to get emotional. <laughs> nah, bro, it hits. It's true. Um, it's true. Yeah, like at the time, like I, it, it was just me looking out for a fellow human. You know, like exactly. I saw, th I mean, she was younger than me because, you know, I was in a place of like being a teacher's aide. Exactly. But I could see that she was hurting and I could see that she just needed someone to talk to, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like that's how I got to say. Yeah. And that's what i did and you know and i tried to cheer her up the best that i could and you know encouraged her to talk to someone who would listen to like maybe a parent or guardian or even another teacher exactly and um yeah like she's she's like so happy now like her life is so different and like that's just like it, it made my whole week you yeah, know to, to have that experience so yeah you're absolutely right that's true anybody out there i encourage you to if you can put out some positivity into the world, mm -hmm. 
even if it's a stranger like just just do it if you have the opportunity to you don't know what the ripple effects like jason is saying like you're gonna have down the line whether that's personal or, or business wise or in, in any exactly any type of circumstance exactly it's all love like i said like they're like even with fellow photographers right like i don't hate them or i don't like i'm not they're not my competition, you know. Not that it's sound, that sounds cocky. If you just heard of that by itself, like, oh, they're not my competition. Yeah. But I mean that in the <laughs> nice way, which is like, I want them to eat too. I want them to want to see them exactly win. succeed and grow. And and it's not even about like, oh, they're bigger photography. I mean, like, I don't even that. Who quantifies that? You know. Yeah. Like, if I'm comfortable within my scope and I'm giving out my content, I'm happy. I like to see like, even just like you know, on social media. I know it sounds kind of weird, but just even liking their posts goes a long way, or commenting something quick like hey i love these photos mm -hmm. as a fellow photographer even you have a better scope of it but like if you're in a certain industry like go comment on their posts like you know go mo go reshare it people be and this is a quote that i i guess it even turned into a real now like this this wording that they said but it's like we out there supporting like bigger artists or you know for example bad bunny or post malone or all these new artists that are coming up and we, we we're not hesitant to share their stuff yeah but as soon as we see a friend doing something entrepreneurial something small and they're barely starting like that's when they need it the most the mm -hmm. marketing and support mm -hmm. we're like hesitant i don't know what it is in our hearts sometimes i don't know it's the imperfection or like whether they want to admit it low-key subconscious hating yeah um, could be or it's just you're shy i don't know what's going on like you have your reasons why but just do it man like there's nothing especially if the if the page is public like it's so easy as putting that little arrow posting it reposting it to your story i've seen people post really dumb stuff on their stories and they will not repost their friends marketing or Dang. businesses it's crazy <laughs> i'm like how do you have the energy to put that dumb stuff and yeah. not post your friend's business and that's that's the key word right there they're friends which mm -hmm. is weird like if it's a stranger's other business i get it you know you don't have no correlation to that but when it's your friend do it man there's nothing you can lose you're just supporting and trust me that person that is doing the business they'll feel motivated like oh, i'm getting traction yeah like and then they'll kind of you know, I don't want to say the keyword manifest, but it'll start building up. Yeah, it'll build know, up. And exactly. Yeah. Momentum. It's momentum. That's exactly. the word. Momentum for their business. So it goes from that, you know, it goes from that. And just get feedback too. I think feedback is important. Like a true friend will get feedback like, hey, Levi, I like your podcast. I like this, that you do this, 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 but you can do this, this, this. And then it comes from you too, to also accept it or not, or be humble about it. Same thing with photography. People have told me like, hey, you can do other filters or you can, you can do this type of aesthetic. And sometimes, like, you get, like, but then you have to humble it down and be like, oh, you're right, because maybe. Like, why not give it a shot? Why, why not, not try, try it that, that way? Yeah. Exactly. If that's something that's trending, like, there's a reason why it's trending. Like, let me kind of guide it that way a little bit. Mm -hmm. But let me still stick to my vision. Like, it's about molding yourself and being adaptable. Because they say after 25, you're not really, you're, you don't adapt anymore. I don't know what's going on with the age. I think, as, especially as men, like, our prefrontal, prefrontal content what do you call it i don't know this mess the up part here. of your brain <laughs> where basically like you're you're set in stone already yeah you don't like the music really that much you you like the shows that you like you like to do what you like to do and sometimes we lose that part of us where like we still want to be creative i think that's that's something we got to keep practicing and definitely especially in artistic values like us you know like doing this photography poetry writing art just motivate each other and just keep, keep those juices flowing exactly man. yeah yeah awesome man yeah. well my last question for you what's up tends to be the the hardest one for a lot of guests and someone actually did the reverse to no card me on me the other day but here's no, the question bro it's music related oh, so let's go. i hope you like it if you had to choose one song 
as your current live soundtrack, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question, bro. Yes, sir. Just one song? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Only because, I mean, we've never really done like a whole album type yeah, of no, deal. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That, no album would be too much. That's too much um, context. So right now I'm really into this artist named Brent Fayaz. Have you heard of him? No. So he's like R&B slash hip hop. Okay. And he, like what I like about him is that he's really raw with his words. And when I mean raw, like crudo, you know, like not raw as in like he lets himself out. Like he cleans it up nice. Like como sale, sale. And then R&B is known as like very love music, very like very passionate. So there's this song called um, Rolling Stone. Hmm. And it has double meanings, you know, like Rolling Stone and just the world of music is like an all shot, you know, a big shot. Right. But in his end is like, he's a Rolling Stone, meaning like he's keeping it pushing, like he's pushing it, he's pushing it to the next level, to the next level. But in that song, first of all, the music, the beat itself is it's fire, but the lyrics itself is like, he's talking about his childhood. Like, the reason he is who he is now is because of his mom, because he grew up with a single mom. I grew up with a single mom. Um, so it's like the reason he is like the way he treats women, the way he treats life, the way he navigates himself is like a rolling stone. Like it just keeps on going. He says his dad is a rolling stone, meaning like he rolled out of his life. Mm. So it's very symbolic to that. The way he treats women now, like the way he's handling that too. Like, Hey, you know, I have issues. Like I grew up with trauma. Like I've seen a broken um, household and now sometimes some of that toxicity comes and translates to his work now, like to forgive him kind of thing, you know? He yeah. even says, like, hey, I'm sorry if I let you down. But he's talking to also his fans. Meaning, uh, like, if he ever, like, stops doing music or something that he's passionate about, it's because he's trying to figure it out himself. Same, that's happened to me, bro. Like, there's been weeks where I don't post anything on my on my photography because I'm, I'm going through stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm not, But I'm not going to go through the other way, which is, like, just posting sad stuff on my stories. Like, I'm waiting for it to be content-related to my, my, my art. Right. Um, this is why I separate my personal account versus my photography account, you know? Because I don't want people to know that I'm going through stuff or out and about versus my photography. Or I don't know, maybe you can give me advice. Maybe I can mesh them. Maybe more content, you know? Maybe, yeah. So well, that's it's another not way a bad to navigate. Idea. Exactly. Um, but that song, yeah, really hits. And you know, and there's this, there's this phrase that it's, it's going to sound kind of toxic, but I kind of mess with him. He says, like, <laughs> you know, that especially with people, like, first, you know, I'm entertaining and then I'm gaslighting. Um, and then, like, please make up your mind. Like, he's telling that to the people. So, like, people find him interesting in the first place, and then later on, they're like, this person's kind of weird gaslighting. What I'm trying to say with that phrase is, and you'll be like, what, what does that have to do with photography, right? Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like, sometimes I'll be out of the out of the normal photography with my work. Like, sometimes I'll be posting random stuff on my, like, for example, like, branding stuff. Um, sometimes I'll be, like, posting music stuff on my photography page just because, you know, I really find it not correlated to photography, but just I feel like people would value it. Mm. So, I feel like that's something, just spice it up sometimes. But yeah, that song is one that's been recent. It came out this year, but uh, yeah, if you want to listen to it. Yeah, we're going to look it up, plug it in, need a little piece, maybe look for that part that you're talking about. Yeah. So that sounds sick. Great song, I'm sure. Can't wait to hear it or listen good, to it, man. man. It's good. Yeah. It makes you feel a certain way. It makes you feel, I'll say the word, man. It makes you feel cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so I have Instagram right now. I'm working on a TikTok. I'm like debating that whole debate of having a TikTok. There's reasons why. <laughs> Maybe I'm older. I don't know. I still haven't got. You gotta, that. you gotta embrace the I change. I have to. Bro. I have to. So I'm telling my girl, like, hey, can you be my manager for TikTok? I'll send you all my reels from Instagram and put them there. Mm -hmm. but you navigate the whole ecosystem. You know, <laughs> she says I'm down. 
I don't know why she doesn't want me to have TikTok. I think she knows that it's addicting. So she'd rather it be is. addicted for me, you know? There you go. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you suffer for me. But um, that's the plan right now. So, But on Instagram, it's tree.of.photography. Um, also, my, you know, if you guys want to see my website, treeofphotography.com. I'm on Facebook, Tree of Photography. What else is there? I'm on TikTok soon, so the page is not there yet, but I'm embracing, trying to download it on my own personal one and see how it's navigating. Yeah. Any feedback, let me know. But, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to put videos. Like I said in the beginning, yeah. I want to do videos. TikTok, it's where TikTok it's is great for, for that, yeah. And it could really take off like exactly. much quicker than doing reels on, on Instagram. Exactly. So I just need to embrace it, like you said, and be open-minded, and I think that's the next step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's thank been you. awesome talking with you. Awesome catching up. You know, exactly. both on and off air. Yeah, for real, man. Uh, thank you so much, you two out there, the audience. Thank you, guys. It's been Jason Ortiz on Raspberry Lemonade. I'm Levi. Have a lovely day. Take care. And if you would like to support the show, uh, you want to tell them how they could support the show? Yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned it throughout the um, the podcast, but there's ways of giving back in the sense of liking it, reposting it, sharing it commenting donating whatever you want to do really what else what else you got what That's other it. ways like comment share subscribe subscribe exactly uh, yeah That's it. and engage with us That's it. engage man. with Mr. Levi here please I appreciate it there we go alright take care everyone Peace. Studio Productions. Hope you've enjoyed the program.